That's their dream, but we have our dreams. Let's make our dreams come true. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, everyone. I know it's been a long time since I had an episode. Life has been really busy, and I just had to take time to focus on myself. I'm so glad to be back, and today's podcast is going to be part two on how to manage your money. If you haven't listened already, check out part one of the budgeting episode. So today, I have a special guest joining me, and she graduated from Hamlin University with a double major in criminology and criminal justice. And now she works as an associate import-export analyst at a medical device company here in Minnesota. Something she loves to do is cook delicious vegan meals and has a lot of knowledge on healthier eating. Due to COVID reasons, I just have Melanie here on the phone with me. Welcome, Melanie. Thank you. So I just want to thank you for just being on my podcast. Um, how have things been going with you, especially during this pandemic? So I have been spending a lot of time in the kitchen. I have been learning new vegan recipes. I um, have also been learning some of these new vegan recipes with my boyfriend and his mom. So that's been pretty fun. I also um, went on a few hikes and tried to find activities that were outdoors in the summer. And I've also been watching a lot of Netflix and Hulu. Oh, same here. What episodes are you like watching on Netflix? Yeah, so I um, have been watching this show called Dead to Me. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's on Hulu. Hmm. And then um, I've also been watching The Bachelorette. I'm really into that. So that's been fun. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That came out like, what, a couple weeks ago or something? Yeah, yeah. There's a new series right now. And I've just been watching it since it probably started. Um, I'm really into that. I think it's just fun. Yeah, I might get into that and watch it. I mean, I used to watch it, but then I, like, stopped for a while. But, you know, it's kind of interesting to just watch all that little drama going on and stuff. Reality TV can be fun sometimes, so. It can. It can. I agree. <laughs> but um, you also mentioned, um, you know, that you've been cooking and making, like, vegan meals. Um, and I saw in your post a while ago um, you're starting a vegan YouTube channel. Um, so tell us a little bit more about how that idea came about. So I was thinking a lot about my own journey as a vegan and how it all started. I was dealing with health problems back in 2017. I had stumbled upon a YouTube video that talked about veganism. At the time, I didn't know anything about veganism, so I was curious. Um, So I actually tried it. I um, sort of did it overnight because I was dealing with a lot of health issues at the time and I was in and out of the doctor's office and they couldn't really pinpoint to what was happening mm. with my body so I decided to make that change uh, it was very drastic I honestly would not recommend it unless um, you know it's something that you feel very dear to your heart and um, find that to be a thing that works for you but I did it and I decided to remove animal products from my diet within a couple of days. Mm. I know some people when they transition, they take some time. I did it very sudden and I began mostly with juicing and eating mostly plant-based. So that would just consist of products that were coming from the ground, right? So anything that you can think of as a plant. And I actually noticed a huge change in my overall health within 
in two months. Mm. I wasn't dealing with a lot of the health problems that I had um, been dealing with initially, which were which were very you know detrimental to my overall health. Mm. So I noticed that my digestive system improved. I had more energy. Most importantly, I was no longer dealing with a health issue that had led me to this change. And it's been three years since making that change. Oh, wow. So that is primarily why. But also another thing that I learned through this journey is how to ensure that I still make a lot of the dishes that I grew up eating. Mm-hmm. So my family heritage is Mexican. And we have a lot of different cuisines that we ate growing up. And I always thought, like, how can I still be a vegan and still preserve some of that? And I've learned how to do it. So I also want to use my platform to show people, like, you can be vegan and you can also preserve your culture. Yeah, that's really good. I know a lot of people, when they think vegan, like, they're like, oh, you, like, there's probably, I'm just going to be eating, like, just salads and that's it, you know? So the fact that you can, you know, put in your culture into your food is, like, amazing. Um, What is, like, one of your favorite dishes to make? I love making enchiladas. Mm. They are delicious. I also have learned, there's this thing that I used to eat growing up. It's called binga. So it's shredded chicken, and it um, incorporates some chipotle pepper and a few other seasonings um and i've learned to use a plant called jackfruit and that is something that i use um to supplement for that and it actually turns out really good i know a lot of people use that to make other dishes as well to Mm. kind of get that texture and it's a really good recipe so i don't know if i've shared it before in my instagram but it is something that I've worked with and definitely feel like I need to share with people because a lot of people who have tried it before, they're surprised how well it tastes. Yeah. Well, I can't wait, you know, to see your YouTube channel and, you know, try some of your recipes and stuff. Um, You know, like I mentioned to you one time how I, you know, try to make a vegan dish. It didn't turn out so well. So I can't wait to watch you cook so then I can use those skills and, you know, make some vegan meals here at home. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, once I get those videos out there, I hope they are useful to people because it's it's a fun experience. I think, you know, it took me time. Even when I became a vegan, I did not know how to cook. So honestly, that was also a big learning experience for me. I did not have any experience in the kitchen. I did not know what I was doing. A lot of my recipes failed in the beginning. But honestly, it's been three years and I've learned how to perfect some of them. And I've also just been learning skills from other people who have been in the kitchen for longer than I have. So I think it's really fun also, you know, in that regard that you can not only, you know, change your dietary habits, but you can also learn things throughout the time you're making these recipes. Yeah, well, I look forward to, you know, that YouTube channel and just following your page and seeing um, things that you come up with so I can follow that. Um, Yes. For sure. We'll have to cook together. Yes. Yes, you have to. Yeah. I'm down for that. Um, I also saw on Facebook that you were able to pay off a big lump sum of your debt. So I just wanted to know, like, what did you pay off and how were you able to do that? Great question. So I had a couple of thousand dollars in debt. Mm -hmm. I 
graduated from college, I definitely left out of there with some bad. Not only did I have student loans, but I also had credit card debt. Oh. I honestly think at the time I was just spending more than I was bringing in. And to be completely honest, I think for me, I was telling myself I would pay it off later, right? I yeah. went to eventually pay it off. And that honestly was something that I don't think I prioritized. And, you know, as a college student, it's really challenging sometimes to kind of be very clear on what you want to do when it comes to your finances. Uh, because there's just like a lot of pressure, I think, um, on, on spending or sometimes, you know, you want to do X, Y, and Z with your friends and you want to do all these different things. And sometimes you spend more than you're bringing in. So I think um, wh- when I was spending all this money, I said, yeah, I'll pay it off later. But that was not the reality. I was paying it off but very slowly. So I graduated from college. I still had some debt. I was um, taking my time. I was starting to be more responsible about my finances. But I still thought, like, I still have all this debt that I have to pay off. And honestly, it's taken me a while. And it honestly wasn't until um, months prior to COVID and even when COVID hit that I started to think a lot about my finances Mm -hmm. and, and what that should look like for myself in the future. So I actually started working from home back in March. And I thought, okay, I have the perfect opportunity to start paying off debt. Because one, I don't have to go into the office. Yeah. I don't have to, you know, worry about certain expenses. So I thought, I don't have any excuses to pay off this debt. I am going to be working from home. I can eat at home. I don't have to really go out. And the reality of COVID is, like, there's really nothing to do right now. So Just save money. I really, yeah, I, I either can save my money and pay things off or mm-hmm. do both. Yeah. So I started to prioritize that and I began to just pay things off, just started to do it in large sums. I started to pay a lot of it off. And by the end of this year, so like about a month ago, um, I started to see like just everything reduced, right? And, mm-hmm. and how much I have paid off. And I thought, wow, um, that really made a difference. So some of the things that I did do, um, I started eating at home more okay. because of COVID. Yep. Um, so I wasn't eating out as much. And I noticed that the, that was huge expense prior to COVID. <laughs> so as soon as I started eating at, at home, I started to see that there, there's like a lot of savings in that. I started to reduce shopping as well. So I thought, well, there's not a lot that I need to shop for, right? Other than the basic necessities. So I think when I was at work in the office, I would see things and I would think like, oh, I need some new shoes, I need yeah. some new outfits. But at this time, there's really no need for that, right? I am working at home, I'm in my PJs all the time, so I don't need to shop. I've also been into this want versus need mentality. So I think a lot uh-huh. about what do I need versus what I want? Because what I want, that can wait, right? Mm-hmm. I need certain things. And that's been my primarily focus on just checking, like, what do what do I um, just just need to to get by every week, um, and, and that's been helping a lot. I also um, have in the past done this, and I do it now as well. But when I go grocery shopping, I buy in bulk, or even things that I need for my apartment, like I buy it in bulk because 
I think it is cheaper. Like an example is toilet paper. I buy that at Sam's Club. Yeah, same here. Purchasing, yeah, instead of purchasing it at Target mm-hmm. or Walmart, for example, you're gonna get more for your buck at Sam's Club than any of these other stores. So and it lasts way start, longer. <laughs> yeah, it also lasts so much longer. So um, I think a lot about that. How can I get more for my buck? Mm-hmm. And one last thing that I often remind myself of is what's the end goal? Why am I doing this? So I think that's what really motivates me to pay things off. Yeah, especially, you know, with COVID and everything, um, it's just been easier to save money. That's something that I've realized, like you said, you know, you're not eating out as much. Um, You're not spending as much on clothes and stuff like that because where are you going? You're just laying in bed all day. I mean, no one's going to see you, so there's no need, you know, to buy new shoes and clothes and stuff like that. Um, So, yeah, COVID has been a help in that way with the saving aspect. Um, Do you have, like, a budgeting system? Did you, like, write down, like, your stuff in your notes or, like, have an app? Or how did you, like, you know, practice saving? I have used notes on my phone to track my budget. Mm -hmm. So I primarily um, just list out my essential spendings. um, And they usually stay consistent from time to time. It will change. um, But for the most part, that's what works for me right now. Mm -hmm. I do know people who um, use Excel to budget. And that's something that I want to get into. And some of the things that I've learned about budgeting on an Excel sheet is that you can forecast into the future. So, for example, you can list out your yearly income, how much you're spending each month, Mm -hmm. and you can divide things into categories um, and and kind of see where you're spending the most of of your money Mm -hmm. and where you're spending the least. And maybe, you know, if you're able to do that, you can kind of think about um, adjusting and it gives a holistic picture of your entire financial health. So that is something that I am looking toward in the future, especially when I'm starting to pay off most of the debt that I have had. So um, that's something that I've learned from people who do budget on an Excel sheet, and I'm definitely looking into that. Yeah, that seems, yeah, I usually use my notes. So like, I write down for like the month, like what are things that I'm I'm gonna need to pay this month, you know, like my bills and stuff. But Excel spreadsheet is something that I would like to get into. Also, you know, just like what you said, you can track and see where you're spending the most money. Um, so, like, if you do that, are you thinking, you know, maybe to also write down like so you can compare for like the month, you know, like what you are expecting to, um, you know pay for and then also have like another spreadsheet where you can see like the actual like what you actually did spend that month yeah i think it would be uh helpful for the reason for Mm -hmm. that reason Mm -hmm. um you can see how much yeah you're spending on each category and if that changes it kind of maybe looking into why did that change or what can i do the month after that so i think um that is very useful in that regard yeah, that yeah, that that sounds yeah, very useful. I think that's something I'm gonna look into also. Um it's just gonna take some time, you know, um, to write yeah. out that Excel spreadsheet, but the long long run, like that's very helpful 
to see where you're, you know, putting your mo- your money in. Um, yeah. And just tracking that, you know, so you can do better the next month and just keep it up, you know? Yeah, and I think another thing to keep in mind is that you don't even have to create it from scratch. There's uh, tools out there that mm-hmm. can do it for you. And I know there are some templates out there that people already use that um, will allow them to, you know, just insert all the information. So I can, if I figure that out, I can send it your way as well. And maybe you can share with others um, that may be interested. Yeah, I would love that. That's amazing. Thank you. Um yeah. What got you into, like, when did you start budgeting? Like, did you just start budgeting recently? I know you said that you were had a lot of credit card debt in college and stuff. Um, so was it something just, you know, because of COVID and you just wanted to pay off stuff? Or were you doing it at a younger age? Yeah, so I actually have been watching YouTube videos of people who were on their debt-free journey. Mm-hmm. And I got inspired. I was not into budgeting at all. I was the opposite. I was spending money and I was just putting it on credit cards and I thought I'll pay it off later. But I honestly think that when I saw people talk about their journeys and what it took, I thought, well, why can't I do that, right? Yeah. Why can't I set myself up for that type of success? Because honestly, at least growing up for me, that is something that I don't recall really talking about yeah. at home, mm-hmm. talking about finances and talking about saving and talking about how to pay off credit cards and budgeting. So I think for me, um, not really having that understanding and just having the understanding that, oh, I have access to a credit card and I can go spend and I can pay it off later was really the only knowledge I had. And I think for me, it was just more so like, I need to take action and control my spending habits and just have a better relationship with how I spend and how much money I save or invest. Yes, yes, totally agree. Um, Yes, budgeting is something I started, I think, like in college. And that's just because, you know, I was just thrown out there and I just had to figure out like how can I survive so that's how my journey became and then just started watching you know videos like you said um and I'm like you know Cindy you need to get it together start budgeting so you don't run into issues and like you said you don't learn that at an early age you know you don't talk about that at home or like in school and stuff um and that's something that should be talked about so people don't run into issues in the long run you know like with having you know, trying to get an apartment or just even trying to get a home and they have um, so much debt and they just get approved for um, just a low amount or, you know, their credit score isn't good. Um, So, yeah, I feel like just learning about financial literacy and just educating and being educated on this is really important. Yeah, and I'm glad that you said that about um, the importance of, you know, having uh, budgeting and saving and uh, what that could be for you because what people sometimes they think forget is that making sure that your finances are good can determine a lot of things in the future. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, for me, I think that having the opportunity to pay all these things off and prioritizing my finances has definitely ensured that I 
have doors that open to me. And yeah. what I mean by that is having my own apartment. I think that if I was not responsible and if I had fall, you know, like falling back on, on paying off some of the debt and if I had still been spending things or spending money and not paying things off, I would have probably not been able to get the apartment that I have right now because they do check your credit score yeah. they check your credit history and what your finance looks like so I think that's another thing to consider when you're thinking about finances and the things that you want to do in the future even employers look at these things there's uh for example also if you want to get a car right there are so many people looking at this so I think that if people can, if, if they have it where they can save money um, and they can pay things off, then there's a need for that, right? There's that. And honestly, it's so stressful to have that. It's stressful to, mm-hmm. to know that you have all this debt. At least it was for me. I was very stressed out when I would look at my debt. And honestly, like I feel like this is the most less stressful time for me when it comes to my finances because I've been able to pay off that and I've also been able to save. So that's another thing to think about um, as far as like, do you want to be stressed out or do you want to not be too stressed out and know that there is a plan B in case something were to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Paying off debt relieves a lot of stress. Um, You know, it's just important to just think about these things like, People usually wait until the moment when they want to get something like get a car, get a home or get an apartment to, you know, start focusing on on their finances. It's like, why just not just start so you don't have to, you know, rush or have these problems um, when it's time for you to get what you want. Um, But what are some tips that you would give for others to be budget friendly? So I think what worked for me was not shopping as much. Uh, and I think sometimes, you know, there's this reality that we there are things we need, right? Mm-hmm. But but maybe you can do like secondhand. Um, I know some people are into that, some people are not, but that is an option. At least until you can pay things off, or until you can get to a place where when you, when you do spend, it's not stressful. Mm-hmm. Another thing is eating at home, not eating out very often. I think, you know, that does really add up, at least it did when I looked at my spending. And honestly, if you can plan things out throughout the week, as far as like your meal, yeah, that helps a lot too, because that's one way that I've been able to reduce the waste that I used to partake in um, when it came to my grocery. So I will budget and I will plan my meals out throughout the week and I usually buy in bulk mm-hmm. time to time to ensure that there are things that I have already on hand so then I can spend maybe less when I actually do go grocery shopping every week. And I would say um, another thing is leaving, um, living a little bit below your means. So like, yes. how can you ensure that you are living below your means so then you can probably allocate more money towards your savings and another thing too is uh, emergencies do come up and i think 
in reality, we should try to be prepared for that because if we're not, it is stressful. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I would say is if you can plan out the year's budget in advance, that's something that I would encourage as well. Yeah, those are all really good tips. Um, I know I heard from someone, you know, just like when you get a new job and you get like a pay raise um, to just live at like how you were getting paid before previously at your other job or before your promotion and just save that extra money and put in your savings account, you know, so you have that emergency fund. Um, So I know like recently I just got a new job. And so that's what thank you. So yeah, that's what I'm just trying to do um, is to live how I was living before and not just because, you know, I got a pay raise, um, you know, just to, you know, not spend more money. Now I should take that money and save it. So in case something was to happen, I do have that money. Um, so yeah, that's I love- a really good tip. I actually haven't heard of anyone say that, but that's a really good one because I think you're right. Why did- you getting an increase in income, like why did that change, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's a really good question, I think, to ask yourself. Yeah, it is. So I would recommend that for anyone out there who gets a promotion or is looking for a job that is going to be paying more um, to just save that extra income. Because, I mean, you were living, um, well, if you were living perfectly fine beforehand and you were able to, um, you know, get through, you know, your paychecks and stuff, just continue doing that and then just have that money um, put in your saved, um, savings account. Um, but yeah, I loved all the tips that you gave, you know, just buying in bulk, you know, spending less money, um, eat, going out to eat and just eating at home. That's very important. I know some people are not experts in the kitchen, but, you know, watching YouTube channels, um, or just Instagram videos or going on Pinterest. That's one thing that I like to do also so I can like learn new meals or just, you know, um, just to see what can I make for the week, you know, just planning that out um, is something that can help you save a lot of money because eating out can be really expensive. (laughs) It can, I agree. And honestly, it's hard. I get it. I've been there. I know it's not easy, and making these changes, especially cooking at home, mm-hmm. is a big one. I think for me, the biggest thing, though, is realizing how much money I do save when I eat at home versus when I eat out. I'm like, wow. Like, I look at my bank statement, and I'm like, things didn't really change, you know, when I eat at um, home, but then as soon as I, I, I have started to eat out, I'm like, well, that you know, um, took a hit right there and there. So I'm very cautious of, of that. And again, I know it's not easy and it takes time to yeah. develop that, but sometimes it's necessary, especially if you are someone who's really invested in either paying that off or saving money. And that's always what I remind myself, like what's the end goal here? Yeah, yep, always thinking about the end goal. So I'm all about having many streams of income, and I know you're interested in starting a vegan YouTube channel, and you also have a full-time um, job. So do you have any other streams of income, or are you thinking about starting other ventures in the future? I do. I invest money. So I use an app called Sash. I learned about it through my boyfriend. Mm. 
I began to invest $50 monthly in the beginning. And at the time, it did not seem like a lot. But over time, I have seen that grow. And to be honest, I just come to this realization of how important it is to set money aside for investing if your budget allows. And some investing apps are a little bit intimidating, but I think Stash was easy. I was able to sign up for an account, and then I found investments that I care about. I would also say that um, they have specific categories with stocks you can invest in. So, for example, I um, invest in a company that is for the environment and clean energy. So there are opportunities for you to invest in companies that you care about and that align with your values. I also um, have been investing in my company stocks. So um, through work, I have money that's taken out of each paycheck every uh, two weeks. Mm -hmm. So they will invest that money into their stock plan. And how it works is um, it'll kind of accumulate three months worth of money into a bucket. And then I have a company that actually they take care of everything. So they will invest that into my company's portfolio. And I've been doing this for like about a year and some months. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, when I started doing it, I didn't really understand or know what I was doing. People were teaching me and they were telling me just how important it was to invest. And now when I look at my investment portfolio, I'm like, wow, you know, I actually have money in there that's been accumulating for over a year. And for me, that was life-changing because I had no idea about investing. And a really cool thing about investing is that um, if your company is doing well or the companies that you're investing in are doing well, the the amount will increase. So if you invested a couple of hundred dollars, you are going to see a return. And I think that has been really helpful for me um, to just kind of understand. Yeah, stocks is something that I really want to get into. I know I've been doing a lot of research and like watching videos. Um, so the fact that you are, you know, into that and doing that, that's something I would love to, you know, sit down and talk with you to just learn a little bit more. And then maybe you can like, you know, spread that knowledge to other people so other people can invest too. Um, I know you were talking about you use Stash. So does you said they have like different categories. Does Stash also like help you like and guide you throughout the process? You know how if they're like risky um, stocks or like, you know, stuff like that. Because I know there was an app that I saw that helps guide you um, through it and what stocks to invest in based on what you want to do. Yeah, that's a great question. And to be completely honest, I know that there is a way to do that. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you can do it within the app. I have to look into that and get back to you on it. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I know other people who often talk about um, the fact that there is a way to do that, um, but it comes down to kind of doing your own research. Yeah. So I, I know that is another option, but I, I think that's a great question. And uh, when I get the answer, I will send it your way. Thank you. I'd really appreciate that. But yeah, I'm yeah. going to just continue looking into that. And then, yeah, maybe we can like set up a time where we can talk more about that. And then maybe we can do another podcast about um, stocks and stuff. That'd be um, amazing to spread that knowledge out there to other people. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so lastly, um, so I'm all about, you know, educating and just, you know, staying educated on various different things like reading books, 
um, articles, blogs, um, following inspirational and educational like Instagram accounts. Is there anything that you would recommend? Yeah, so I follow Dave Ramsey. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's very well known in the paying off debt community, debt free journey community. Mm -hmm. He's someone that I follow. I also um, have followed a YouTube channel called Debt Free Millennials, and it's a YouTube channel um, that teaches millennials how to be debt free. And there's a lot of people who talk about their own experience as it relates to paying off debt. So those are two that I would recommend. I know there's so much information out there. So honestly, if you're ever free to do this, um, highly encouraged to just go out there, go on YouTube, and just look up the term debt-free journey because you'll find so much out there. And it is just inspiring to hear people talk about how they were able to pay off debt. And mm-hmm. honestly, it opened up an opportunity for me to challenge my own spending and saving and just thinking a lot more about the future as it relates to those topics. Yeah, you should send over that link um, for Dave Ramsey um, so I can share that too and I can look into it. Um, Yeah, I know Dave Ramsey is really big and, you know, talking about, you know, um, paying off debt and stuff. And yeah, he's just well known out there. So I would love to check that out. Yeah, I can definitely share that for you. Well, I just want to thank you so much for sharing with me and the listeners about, you know, your journey with budgeting and just money management. And it was such a pleasure having you on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. For all of you listening, don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whomever. I hope all of you learned something and thank you for listening.